Hello loves, Javon Frazier here, your guiding light, and this is another episode of So Here's the Thing. Y'all know what it is, it's the time of the week where I come and I talk about whatever I'm feeling, whether it's something that I've dealt with personally, something that you know, is going on in the media, something that I'm feeling for the collective, whatever it is that we talk about here, though, my hope is that by me sharing very candidly and very organically and transparently about whatever it is um, that we decide to talk about, that you all listening will find something in the message that you can apply to your life um, and that can help you along the journey. So this week's episode is no different. I want to talk about the power of unlearning and unsubscribing. Um, and I know that that is, you know, probably not what you want to talk about on this beautiful uh, first day of September, oh, excuse me, December. Lord, I'm trying to take us back. Uh, this first day of December, you know, it's supposed to be holly jolly Christmas time, and I'm excited, you know. But um, at the same time, like something happened to me just yesterday, and I want to talk about it. Um, and this is not the first time excuse me this is not the first time that I have addressed the subject of unlearning um I talk about it quite a a bit you know because on my spiritual journey or my journey of growth um that is something that has been key to really growing I think for me, I'm realizing that it's impossible to learn new things without unlearning some of the old things because I find myself in a constant battle of, you know, what I'm learning or feeling currently now and what I've always been told or how I've always done it or what history has proven. Um, And that's a whole nother conversation for another day because that can be in relationships, that can be in parenting, that could be really in in every aspect of life because just because we've always done a thing or we've always known a thing to be true doesn't make it truth. Um, I am learning, you know, the more I grow in research and just pay attention is that when something is said so many times it automatically becomes the truth whether it's the truth or not but because that's what people have always said and how they've always said it um then that becomes truth there that even happened in in you know church and scripture like there are so many cliches that I've been uh repeating that I've heard my whole entire life and then you start doing research and a deep dive of the word yourself um and of your your own you know spiritual relationship and connection to God and you realize that that's not what was meant or that's not what was said and how it was said that was someone's interpretation but let me not go off on a tangent because I really could talk about this all day um 
you know, how everybody is walking around here claiming to be woke, but we just really spouting what we heard somebody else say. Um, and who's to say that that is truth, you know, like, and, and listen, we're living in, okay, little small tangent. Y'all with me? Okay. We're living in the age of information. There is information everywhere. Anybody could write a book. Anybody can publish to the World Wide Web. Anybody could start a podcast. Anybody could open their mouth and all of a sudden have a platform and people will listen to it, right? And and we take in information through our psyche and it has to filter through our experiences, our perception, our language, you know, thoughts, ideas, all of that stuff until it seeps down into our soul, into our spirit. So it has to go through all of those filters before it even sinks down. So that is why, and I've said this a million times, that is why we could be in the same room, having the same conversation, listening to the same bits of information and walk away with a different understanding because we all have different perspectives. So with that being said, who's to really say that the information that we are taking in, the information that you have learned, the, the values and the, and the skills and the truths that you hold dear and that you have, you know, gravitated to, to be truth, to be biblical, to be, you know, what it is. Who's to say that that's even the real freaking truth? Y'all going to hear my dog in the background. She's been going crazy because it is full moon and the wind is blowing and everything is just hitting the house and it is driving her insane, honey. Um, but yeah, it just, uh, it's crazy to me how, you know, sometimes, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, going there, but it definitely ties into the topic today because this is why it is so important to unplug from information and to to stop, you know, researching after a while, to stop buying the courses after a while, to stop going to all the different seminars, because you'll be so boggled down with information and other people's perspectives that it could be hard to hear your own truth, your own voice. So, the power of unlearning and unsubscribing and how we got to this point. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, if you are new to me, if you are new to this podcast, if you are new to my world, you may not know that I am a business owner. Um, and I got a business business, y'all. I'm talking brick and mortar, overhead, customers, uh, inventory, fulfillment and shipping, uh, you name it. Like I have a real business. And that has been a process of learning and unlearning within itself. Like as my business grows, I'm growing. (laughs) Um, but you know, it's December 1st, which means that black Friday was last week. Cyber Monday was yesterday. And now today, coincidentally, it's giving Tuesday. Thanksgiving was last Thursday. And it's amazing to me how we can spend one day literally Thanksgiving does not get the attention that Halloween gets 
in terms of like the build and the excitement and the anticipation and it damn sure doesn't get the attention that Christmas gets like in comparison I don't even think Thanksgiving gets the attention that Easter gets (laughs) or Valentine's Day like literally you get maybe two days Wednesday to prepare the food Thursday to cook the food eat the food and then by Thursday night prior to COVID Thursday afternoon doorbuster Black Friday sales started at like four o'clock on Thursday and I will never forget I came this is before I moved to back home to South Carolina so I came home one year to visit my family and literally on Thanksgiving day okay Thanksgiving Day, I'm having to visit certain family members in the lines of stores because they were waiting for Black Friday deals. And I'm not talking like Thursday night. I'm talking Thanksgiving afternoon. I'm calling and it's like, oh, I'm in this line at Walmart. Oh, I'm in this line at Target. And so you're having to go to different stores and stand in line to visit with family members because you're only in town for a couple of days and they've decided to use their Thanksgiving time to go shopping. Now, y'all know me. Who are me to judge? (laughs) So this is not like I'm sitting on a high horse. This is just my observation and my experience. If you subscribe to Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all the different things, more power to you. I'm just sharing my experience, right? That's the beauty of uh, being the age of information. We can all share our experiences. Um, but yeah, it was it was in that moment that I was like, wait a minute, what is this about? Like seriously, like how 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 does this even make sense? And then. Um, As I began, you know, really doing a deep dive into my spiritual journey and kind of look, taking a look at like everything that I was doing and why I was doing it. You know, I even like changed how I handled Christmas because like I love my children all year. I take care of my children all year. I surprise my children with things all year. I surprise the people that I love with things all year. Like this summer, you know, I bought my baby something that she wanted for years that she told me about years ago, just because it was like on my mind and I wanted her to have it. And I'm not talking about no little trinket. So I tell that to say, not to brag, but I tell that to say that like, I had to really sit down and say, Javon, why are you like breaking your neck for Christmas? Like you've proven your love and affection for these people all year long. You don't have to go broke on this one day to buy things that they're going to open, play with for a little bit and then, you know, tossed aside. Just to say my kids had a good Christmas. So I sat my children down and started you know sharing with them the true meaning of Christmas and we spent more time making memories and Christmas traditions than buying things right and they understood it you know like and they're cool with it 
And so even now, you know, at the age of 15 and almost 10, y'all, my baby is almost 10. Oh my God. When you say, what do you want for Christmas? It's like, oh, I just want to spend time with you. Oh, I just want to watch movies. Oh, I just want my mommy's love. Because it's like, we don't, we don't have to go broke just to say, I love you. So back to, again, last week, being a business owner. Now, of course, in business, you're supposed to have, like, Black Friday sales. Like, and I've, and I've been watching, you know, fellow entrepreneurs and coaches and mentors talk about preparing for Black Friday. And it was giving me the worst fucking anxiety because I felt like if I go crazy and host a huge Black Friday sale, Cyber Monday sale, I will be going against what I believe as a person. But then it's like, well, what does that say about you as a business owner that you don't, you know, you're not pushing sales? So I really, really struggled. And when I say struggled, I mean like I would sit at my computer to like figure out a Black Friday sale excuse me, and my head would start hurting or I would literally get a lump in my chest because I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I do not believe that we should like be spending all of this money. So I really was like, okay, I'm going to just throw a sale together. Then I was like, but you didn't prepare. And you didn't prepare, not because you're a shitty ass business owner, but you didn't prepare because you literally have no interest in Black Friday sales. Like, I don't subscribe to it. I do not subscribe to Cyber Monday. I don't feel like just because the collective says today is the day we all give sales and spend money that we have to like think about it and I learned this in my econ years ago great financial um like personal finance company it's an MLM or you know network marketing but in terms of like what they teach it was so so good and it was the best decision that I've ever made you know becoming a member um I'm not sponsored by them. I'm not even a member anymore, but I'm just saying my personal experience. So one of the things that my mentor uh, in the business, Mr. Keith Tucker, used to always talk about was the scheme of, you know, the monthly sales. And he literally broke it down. Every month, there's a sale every month. There's something that says you have to go out and spend money because this is the time to do it. And when he pointed that out and I realized like, heck yeah, it's a back to school sale, a Valentine's Day sale, a President's Day sale, a um, New Year's door busters, a um uh fall spring summer back to like so many things and I was just like why do we do this 
like why why so for me I just was like yeah I need to make money in my business I do yes people love sales because I love a good sale but I just I I for the life of me I just couldn't do it so last night you know I was like well my customers have been and my clients have been loyal to me you know this whole time so I want to do something for them so I decided to offer discounts and offer new products just because to say hey I appreciate you but what felt good to me was being able to speak my truth and stand in my truth and say like I don't subscribe to this but I'm not pushing my beliefs on you so as a compromise here's my gift to you it was something that made me feel good made me feel like I was still valuing myself because I spoke my truth right and so now it's important that the people that subscribe to my business, the people that, you know, come to me for healing, listen to what I say, follow me on social media. It's important that they know who I am as a person. And so I'm not being fake. However, it is also to say, this is my belief. This is my stance. But I see you. I recognize that you may be in a different way or you know, on a different journey. And so he, here's what I'm giving you. And it made me think about my personal life even more because I am really like really coming into, and I know it's a process, right? So I'm not like, I haven't arrived, but I feel like I'm really coming into like who the fuck I'm meant to be on this planet in this realm and that isn't always comfortable because that doesn't always go with what's quote unquote normal like more often than not I go against the grain like how I live my life on an everyday basis is not how I'm supposed to be living my life Like, in my relationship, in my friends, you know, in how I'm raising my children, that is, it's not how I was raised. (laughs) It is not what I was taught, but it is working for me right and it is necessary to me standing in my truth and owning who I am I had a conversation with um, a family member that I love dearly and I was telling her about you know where I am in life in terms of relationships and um She was like, you know, you were raised this way, a certain way. You've done certain things your whole life, you know. So now all of a sudden, like, you're doing this. Like, this is new. This is a phase. And I had to say, like, this is who I am. Like, think about it. 
psychologically speaking, everything that we know, everything that we stand on really is formed by like age four. And it's a combination of our environment, of religion, family structure, heritage. Like it's a combination of a bunch of different factors outside of yourself that make up who you are. But what happens when you no longer live in that environment? What happens when you no longer subscribe to that religious group? What happens when you realize that certain part of of your heritage was founded on someone else's oppression? And I think that's what we're seeing collectively. And some people are, are, are uncomfortable with it. You have some folks that are like, hell no. This is how it's always been. This is how it's always going to be. Look at what's happening in our country right now. We have more minority groups. And I'm talking women. You know, anybody other than old white men. (laughs) Holding offices that they've never held in all this history of this country. And some people are freaking losing their minds because they're still holding on to that narrative that this is how it's supposed to be. This is the way it's always been. This is the way, you know, it, it, it is. But it was founded on other people's oppression, the oppression of women, the oppression of black people, the oppression of, you know, non-white people. And so do we stay there just because that's how it's always been, even though it's clearly fucking wrong? Or do we unlearn everything? Sit down and have conversations with people that we've never had conversations with before in order to get a new perspective and a new understanding. And then being comfortable and bold enough to stand in our truth and say, you know what? That doesn't work. That no longer serves me. This is what I'm doing. I think the problem that so many of us, myself included, have with manifestation and, you know, learning new things and getting what we really want and being who we really want to become is that we're trying to fit these new desires and 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 um, ideals in old containers, in old spaces, and that doesn't work. That doesn't work. You cannot mix old and new and expect to get something completely new I can't want to be a millionaire want to be rich and I'm still holding on to old money habits that have kept me 
stagnant in my finances. I can't want a new loving, you know, partnership. Something that I've never experienced before. With someone that I've never experienced it with before. And expect it to be completely new if I look at it through the same set of eyes and I do the same stuff I've always done. It's just not possible. Unlearning is a difficult process and sometimes downright painful. But there is something beautiful that comes from the newness of (laughs) learning what really truly serves you, learning to listen to your voice that's not boggled down by your mom's voice or your pastor's voice or your spouse's voice or your children's voice. And that is that that. Let me tell you something. It is so scary how many people can't like decipher between what's their shit and what someone else's. What's their voice and ideals and what's someone else's. It's just I see it in my clients, I see it in my children. You know, my son is 15, so he's really, like, coming into his own. And I am encouraging him to just figure it out for yourself. Like, yeah, you know, my my ideals are the foundation. Like, but once you kind of begin to formulate your own thought process, it's up to you to navigate and discover what your voice is like I think that's the fucking journey we cannot I was watching someone's live last night and they were talking about how like childhood traumas will really mess up adults relationships work ethics all that stuff and that's true right and I see so many people using it as an excuse like you don't know what I've been through beloved (laughs) I have had some shit in my lifetime okay Like, childhood sexual abuse, like, issues with my mother, issues with my father. Like, my daddy got me blocked right now just because of who I choose to love. You know what I mean? Like, it's ongoing shit with me, okay? Um, But that's no one's responsibility to deal with it but my own. Like how I choose to handle what I've gone through in my lifetime, how I choose to handle what I'm dealing with in my adult life, how I choose to handle um, and process and heal and show up as an adult falls on nobody but Javon Antoinette Frazier. My mother is now off the hook. My sperm donor is now off the hook. Like the people who abuse me as children off the hook. They are now motherfucking factors at this point because now it's up to me to live and learn and grow. And that's part of my journey. 
And once you begin the process of unlearning and unsubscribing, baby, it is so free. Even something small as not having to wear a bra all the time in public. Ah! As a woman who has nursed two healthier boys, that was something I just did not do. You just don't do that. My girls have gone to, from New York to North Carolina. You do not let them out in public without some sort of, of, of you know, proper garments. Child, please. You can see me any given day walking around, swing low, sweet chariot, and that is my business, and I am free, honey, and it feels amazing. Which brings me to my last and final point. As you begin the process of unlearning and unsubscribing, don't allow anybody to hold you back, including yourself. Don't allow anyone to make you shrink in order to, you know, make others comfortable. That is the beauty of it all, is the freedom to be yourself, your true self, your authentic self, your organic self, because that's when you really, truly attract what you deserve, authentically and organically. All right, guys, that's all I have for today. I thank you so much for rocking with me uh, for the last 30-something minutes. If anything that I said during this podcast has inspired you, has uh, struck a nerve, has sparked something in you, has made you think about someone who needs to hear this, please, please, please share this like this leave me a comment you guys let me know that you're listening i see the numbers i know that you're listening but i want to hear from you i want to hear your thoughts um and who knows like you may be a guest on an upcoming episode because as much as i love talking to y'all i don't want to be the only one all the time okay um i want to have conversations and and um bring in other people who are living their life uh, on their own terms. So, thank you so much for rocking with me. I am Javon A. Frazier, also known as your guiding light. And so, here's the thing. Bye.